0: Hey friends, welcome to the Drivecast, a daily podcast walking through the Bible to help us read it in, pray it up, and live it out. My name's Dan, and I serve as a teaching pastor for our Worthington campus. Today we're reflecting on two passages from the Gospels. Matthew 3, verses 1 through 6, and John 1, 6 through 8. Let me read those passages first, and then we'll jump in. Matthew 3, 1 through 6. In those days John the Baptist came to the Judean wilderness and began preaching. His message was, Repent of your sins and turn to God, for the kingdom of heaven is near. The prophet Isaiah was speaking about John when he said, He is a voice shouting in the wilderness, Prepare the way for the Lord's coming. Clear the road for him. John's clothes were woven from coarse camel hair and he wore a leather belt around his waist. For food he ate locusts and wild honey. People from Jerusalem and from all over Judea and all over the Jordan Valley went out to see and hear John, and they confessed their sins, he baptized them in the Jordan River. Now John chapter one, six and eight. God sent a man, John the Baptist, to tell about the light so that everyone might believe because of his testimony. John himself was not the light, he was simply a witness to tell about the light. All right, first, let's read it in. John the Baptist was faithful to obey the calling that God called and gave on his life and dedicated his life to the ministry to prepare people's hearts for the coming of Jesus. In The two passages we just read, we see John's preaching about the coming of the long-awaited Messiah and his call to the people of Israel to repent in light of what God was about to do in and through Jesus. John was an uh, ordinary guy, uh, relatively speaking, Uh, who recognized and proclaimed the goodness of the extraordinary God. He demonstrated his call on Israel to repent through the immersion of individuals in the Jordan River, an act known as baptism. Baptism is an outward symbol uh, of a changed heart that was turned away from sin and has found new life uh, and hope in Jesus, the Messiah. This wasn't a new thing that John was doing. This wasn't a particularly Christian thing. This was a long practice that God's people had been uh, involved in for uh, since, since the giving of the law, where they would enter into what was called the mikvah and experience a ritual cleansing. It was a picture of the spiritual reality that would soon take place uh, because of the work of Jesus. Long before John's ministry began, the prophet Isaiah foretold of one preparing a way in the wilderness for the Lord. Isaiah 40, verse 3. God was faithful to fulfill that Old Testament prophecy through John to prepare people's hearts for the coming of his son, Jesus, who would ultimately defeat Satan, sin, and death on the cross. What a hope we have today. Consider if there's anything preventing you from proclaiming the goodness of the Lord in your own life, or if there's anything that you need to repent of that is holding you back from a life of hope and freedom in Jesus. Now, let's take a moment to pray it up. In Matthew chapter 3, that first passage we looked at, describes John's call to the people of Israel to repent in preparation for the coming of Jesus. As we prepare for Christmas in this season of Advent, uh, let's spend some time praying that God would help us see the things that we need to repent of in our own lives and draw closer to Jesus. I'm going to give you a moment to do that now. In Matthew chapter 3 verse 5, That highlights how people from all over the region came to the Jordan Valley uh, to hear John the Baptist preaching. Ask the Lord for a moment to show you how you can intentionally share the good news of Jesus with those around you, that there would be others who are drawn to you because of your faith. John chapter 1, the second passage we looked at, Find it's so interesting that it uh, goes out of its way to describe John the Baptist as not the light. Jesus was the light, uh, but he did come to bear witness about the light. Let's spend some time praying about how God can use you to be a reflection of Jesus in the world around you. It's not about you. Your life is ultimately about him, and how do you reflect him in your relationships around you? And finally, we don't just want to uh, read the passage. We don't just want to pray the passage. We want to go out and live this. We want to live this out. So let's take a moment to consider how we might do that. Remember, John uh, was faithful to live out the calling God has placed on his life to prepare people's hearts for the coming of Jesus. What does that look like for you to live in obedience to the calling God has placed on your life? What is that calling? Take a moment to consider, what do you believe God has called you to be about in this life? Maybe ask some folks in your life group, what do they see God doing in your life? What is the calling that you believe God has on your life, and how then do we go living out secondly? Uh, second way to consider this, baptism, uh, as we saw in this passage, is this outward expression of an inward reality, that Jesus has done something miraculous in your life. I ask you this, have you been baptized as a follower of Jesus? If not, This is an opportunity for us to consider how you might uh, take a next step in obedience in publicly declaring that God has done something in your life through the person and work of Jesus. Take a moment, uh, if that's you, reach out to your teaching pastor and ask about next steps. What does it look like uh, at your uh, campus and life point to get baptized? Friends, thanks for tuning in to the Drivecast. We'll see you back next week.